Welcome to Alternative Talk, where we focus on real life, everyday people who are positively affected by cannabis. We'll be speaking to patients, advocates, and professionals keeping you informed on the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry, bringing quality of living to life. Real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis. Now, here's the host of Alternative Talk, Bear Savon. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening in. We got a special guest with us today from THC Designs, Ryan Gentleman. How you doing today, Ryan? I'm great. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Thank you. Uh, it's, you know, uh, beautiful uh, weather in Chicago and, um, you know, just loving it. How about you over there? Oh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. It's a beautiful day in L.A. right now um, in downtown Los Angeles. Um, yeah, gorgeous afternoon. It definitely uh, doesn't feel like Christmas. I come from Oklahoma. I'm used to cold, cold winters, uh, not used to the 75, 80 degree Christmases. So, uh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm sure you're getting used to it. So enjoy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. So, you know, um, from what I understand, and I, I see that, you know, you have this uh, great company that you guys got going on, THC Designs. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah, THC Design, we're a cannabis cultivation company. Uh, we specialize on uh, cultivating craft cannabis. Uh, all of our cannabis is cultivated indoors uh, in Southern and Central California. Um, although indoors, we focus on sustainable agriculture, everything from the grow medium we use to the foods and integrative pest management that we implement. Uh, we try to go with as much sustainable and renewable resources as possible. Nice, nice, perfect. I mean, I remember uh, like a about four years ago, um, five, six years ago, actually, I was in, you know, I was uh, involved in real estate before. And I remember a conversation coming up. Um, and when we were looking at working on a project, uh, it was for solar greenhouses, and it was specifically for uh, medical cannabis. But a few years ago, it was just a little too early at that time, you know, so definitely uh, renewable energy and uh, resources, definitely great, especially for, um, you know, any kind of farming. Uh, so you guys yeah. do mostly indoor cultivation? Uh, yeah, mostly indoor cultivation. Uh, we were uh, cultivating outdoors uh, for multiple years in Northern California. Um, and as this market has uh, matured, the, the market has become incredibly oversupplied. I shouldn't say the market has matured. It's actually still in its infancy. But as we're approaching legalization, the market in California is very oversupplied, in particular the outdoor market. Um, so for that reason... Um, you know, it was getting harder and harder to sell our outdoor products. Uh, and, uh, you know, we couldn't compete with these large farms that were coming in and, and selling outdoor pounds at, you know, $600 or less. Uh, it just was not a competitive uh, market for us. So although I grew up growing outdoor uh, in Oklahoma, that's where I'm from, and grew up growing outdoor with my father, um, that's my background. Uh, yeah, we transferred over indoor because uh, the outdoor market um, – that was just so oversupplied. Oh, yeah. I mean, so if you had a choice, I mean, between if you were to choose, I mean, not not because of the man or because of the business aspects of everything, would you rather grow indoor or would you rather prefer to be outdoor? I mean, if, I, if, if where, the, where this industry is headed and if I, you know, had the capital or if we, you know, have the capital to move forward, it's mixed light greenhouse. Uh, that's going to be the most environmentally friendly and you're going to get the most production per square foot 
So as this market becomes incredibly um, competitive, um, we are going to, uh, you're going to need to keep your uh, cost and cost down and your efficiencies high. Um, mixed light greenhouse is what they're doing in countries such as Holland, such as Israel. Um, in these areas, they have limited space and they're trying to feed their populations. Um, and this is how they have gotten uh, to be able to be somewhat self-sustainable and feed their populations is through mixed light greenhouse. So um, that is, you know, the, definitely the future for cannabis. And asking me where I would, you know, most like to cultivate, it would be in the mixed light greenhouse because um, I, I know that that is that is the future for cannabis cultivation. So I mean, with that being said, is that something that you feel or see that could be a trend uh, for 2018? For 2018, I could see some people starting to get into mixed light greenhouse. But because this industry is so young um, and the cost of mixed light greenhouse is so high. So, Ryan, uh, you know, speaking of trends and 2018 is right around the corner. Uh, what other trends do you, you maybe see that uh, may happen or predict in the future? Uh, trends for the future, um, you know, on the cultivation side, I was bringing up there is efficiency is going to be key for people to be able to um, compete in this market because this market is getting very, very competitive. In regards to products uh, for 2018 for, for sale in the recreational market, um, the products that I see growing the fastest um, is pre-rolls, vape pens, and hard candies. Each in its respective product of flour, you have pre-rolls, and um, concentrates, you have vape pens, and in edibles, you have hard candies. Those three products, um, because people want ease and use, uh, they want things quick. So if they're wanting flour, the recreation market, I believe, will be going strongly towards pre-rolls because they'll want it already rolled up so they can smoke at a party and don't have to sit to take time to break it up. Uh, you know, you're more marijuana connoisseur or someone you, you know, at our company, the one um, what our company very nearing and uh, dear calls uh, weed nerds, they refer to me as that. Um, those are the type of people that want to sit down and break up their own cannabis and roll it into a joint. But the rec user wants a pre, you know, wants everything ready. They want to just be able to grab it, smoke it. Um, on the um, concentrate side, vape pens is the ultimate in regards to convenience and also discretion. Um, for that reason, the vape pen is, you know, where this industry you're obviously seeing. Um, how much um, marketing and how much capital is be putting into the vape pen side across the country. Uh, that is definitely the fastest growing segment. And then in regards to edibles, um, you know, there's edibles is the smallest market share in regards to cannabis products. Um, but in that market share, uh, hard candy um, is definitely the, you know, the fastest growing in regards to edibles and where you're going to see a lot of new products enter the market is going to be hard candy edibles. Uh, this is highly subjective, but I uh, strongly believe the reason that the candy edibles are so hard candy edibles are, are popular compared to uh, other edibles is that the most addictive drug out there is sugar and hard candy edibles are exactly that. So I, uh, you know, that's my own personal reason of why hard candy edibles are growing tremendously fast in the market. Um, but there is no question that is the number one selling form of edibles in California. You know, it's funny that you 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 bring some of those uh, trends or these uh, uh, um, 
you know, uh, top, you know, whether it's uh, edibles or, or pens, um, I actually, you know, starting to see more too of a trend myself where patients are now just more comfortable. For example, we have patients in Illinois that are getting medical cards and they've never smoked cannabis or never had consumed cannabis and they don't want to smoke cannabis and still don't want to consume cannabis. But what they do as consuming cannabis as a medicine is that we're finding is topicals, uh, you know, the uh, edibles as well. So there's one patient that I was, you know, with not long ago and, you know, she's like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't medicate, I don't smoke. I, the only way that I will take cannabis, you know, or administer cannabis is through edibles and through myself, which she makes herself. So it's definitely amazing to, to hear, you know, that, you know, as, as more learning about cannabis, that we're seeing that there's more different ways to apply and administer this medicine, not just by smoking or getting high. I mean, in most cases, some people will, you know, definitely be more cautious about taking edibles because they might not feel something for an hour or even 30 minutes or even two hours. And then they decide to, hey, let's go ahead and finish the other half of the cookie or the brownie. And then next thing you know, then, you know, somebody pretty much is going to have a bad experience with uh, cannabis, right? Um uh, you know, but, but at the same time, is, I, I think that it is a trend that we're starting to see more like hard candy. You, you, you hit it on the spot. I mean, sugar isn't a very addictive drug and, um, you know, most, most will just easily just purchase a, an edible and then just pop it as they're, you know, taking the drive, um, you know, or, or, or going to sleep. Right. So, uh, but we're, you know, we're going to take a quick break real quick. And, uh, when we come back, I want to learn a little bit more and, you know, have the audience hear a little bit more about THC designs. Cause obviously the website, you know, I went in there and it's amazing. So let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on alternative talk. When we return. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apexsupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. 
industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we're back from the break. Everybody, thank you for listening in. We have with us today Ryan Gentleman, and he's from THC Designs. Uh, Ryan, before the break, you know, we were going over a few things of, you know, uh, vapes, right, uh, edibles and whatnot, uh, concentrates. Uh, you know, when you're talking about pre-rolls, one thing that caught my idea was, or caught my, my, my attention was you mentioned, like, the market's going to go where most individuals want to buy something that's already pre-rolled. And myself, I like to roll my own, you know, uh, medication myself and, you know, uh, spark it up. Uh, so it's definitely a huge difference. So speaking of which, flowers, which is my ultimate, uh, you know, love and passion for uh, this medicine is, is the beauty of it. Um, so I've, I've gone through your website and I see that you guys have certain strains uh, that you guys do uh, work with. Um, is there anything that helped you guys determine what strains to pick or what you guys came across? Uh, in regards to our company, the way I've, the way we've decided for the strains that we have, the strains that we've bred, uh, we're going after basically terpenes. You know, terpenes is now um, you know the scientific uh, form of you know measuring the different oils in the plant. You know, when I was growing, dec- you know, for the last couple of decades, we used to just call it the you know a, the nose. It was the four terpenes was actually something that we measured. But basically, I'm going after different terpene profiles, or we at THC Design are going after different pro, uh, terpene profiles so that I can have, we can have a terpene profile that smells like a strawberry. We can have one that smells like a banana. We can have one that smells like a lime tree, one that smells like an orange. If, if we can have one that smells like uh, gas or diesel fuel. We can have all these different terpene profiles and these different... And if we have that in a variety of different strains, we can basically breed and create any form of medicine or cannabis that we want. So if we're wanting something that has this specific terpene profile or these cannabinoid profile, um, we can uh, mix and then we want it combined with, for example, we want a lime terpene profile combined with this um, uh, strawberry um, uh tasting flour, we can take these two together and we can do a combination of different breeding, whether we want that to bring out strawberry uh, notes with a hint of lime, whether we want it to bring out lime with a hint of strawberry. So that's from the look and smell. But then there's also the medical aspect of the user when they smoke it and how these different ratios of terpenes and cannabinoids affect that user. So when we're, um, you know, picking our strains, Basically, we're trying to go after a variety of different cannabinoid profiles and a variety of different terpene profiles. And if we have those different profiles, as the market um, changes and as the market goes from fruity strains to gassy strains back to fruity strains, as things like that evolve, instead of chasing our tail, so to speak, we can always be ahead of the game and always be um, coming out with those in those flavors and those varieties as the market, um, you know, as the market evolves. Absolutely. I mean, that's incredible. So it's not just about, you know, uh, particular cannabinoids that we're, we're going for here or even there's the ratio, but it seems like here you guys are focused on terpenes where it's going to provide some type of uh, uh, aroma therapy, right? Or uh, it's going to provide some type of relief 
through the terpenes. Um, so that's the science behind a lot of that. I mean, I'm not the you know, person to really to say I, I know it all or, I, you know, um, I have the answers to everything. Um, but these are things that people are starting to learn now, not just the growers themselves. I see that patients are starting to learn what terpenes are. Um, it's becoming very important, you know, to know uh, what terpene profiles or what medication that you're currently taking. Um, you know, so so something that, you know, you're going to try to take for pain and definitely you might want not to, not, you don't want to take something that's going to be more uplifting and give you energy right it's like wait a minute I, i'm trying to medicate for pain so yep. uh, definitely a good thing to yeah know. Ex- exactly and then also that's from the you know the medical aspect and then from like you know just the marketing aspect or someone that's just recreationally using the drug to get high for example you know like do-si-do or different cookie crosses that are very popular right now if we know you know do-si-do is one of the most popular strains in california mm-hmm. that strain um if we know its terpene profile and its cannabinoid content we see what the market's going after so we know what we can you know we know where the market's headed we know what we can breed we know what we can work with do-si-do is a strain that we grow ourselves um it came from archive seed bank it's a legendary breeder out of oregon but by so not only from a medical aspect, but by looking at the terpene profiles and the cannabinoid profiles of what we're growing and also what the popular strains currently are, um, we can you know sort of track the market and see what um, the you know basically what the consumer is liking, what what they're gravitating towards. Nice, nice. And nice. So- something really interesting that we've now started to see is is California's becoming recreation, um, mm-hmm. and then as we've talked to other states, this has happened is the when recreation comes people um, basically people don't want to get the 30 percent thc content um, cannabis that the current marijuana market gets um, like the people like myself or or you we you know we're looking for high-end um, cannabis flower uh, we're looking for specific things and we're looking for something that packs a punch the rec user doesn't smoke much and they want to be able to take a couple puffs on a joint and they want to still be able to go party and have fun and not, you know, sit at home and, and watch a movie and, and just veg out. So there has been, um, you know, on the rec side, there was a strong push towards flour with a lower THC and a high terpene content um, so that they can get a lot of flavor out of it, but don't get, you know, too high. Mm-hmm. So our company, you know, most of the flour we have in our company is, is high THC because that's what the medical industry has demanded um, in regards to cannabis, but as the rec user is coming about, not all of them, and particularly most of them from what we're being told by consulting companies in other states where it is recreational, that uh, most of the recreation market, they don't want 30% THC. They want 10 to 12% THC. They want THC um, like what it was they used to smoke when they were a kid. Um, they don't want the, the strong stuff from nowadays. So that was really surprising to me. But when it was also explained to me by multiple different consultants, um, you know, it, it does make a lot of sense. You know, um, it's compared to when, you know, I, I don't drink a lot of alcohol, but, you know, when I go out and get a glass of vodka or get a drink with vodka, I don't ask for Everclear. Um, so it's sort of the equivalent for the recreational cannabis user. Um, they don't smoke that often. They don't need something that's 150 proof they want something that's 80 proof because you know that is plenty strong in itself yeah yeah i mean it's it's you know funny that you you mentioned those things excuse me uh because for for example um like i myself i mean i I like to 
look for all the above. But believe it or not, I actually travel and I, when I go to events and I look more for uh, strains that's going to have, you know, um, not I, I look for more of the CBD. Like you guys have the Skywalker OG, right? And for me, like yep. I can go ahead and medicate that. I can spark up a joint, you know, during the daytime. And most people like your, you know, even your website says, hey, this would be great for, for nighttime because it has, you know, THC and it's going to got, you know, has that knockout punch with that CBD. Right. So, um, but like I said, it's, it, it's for me, it, it's all the above, you know, for example, like for some, they might want to have lower THC because it's experimental for some or, or the other could be where they can have like an a la carte of different flowers, you know? So for example, like if, if, you know, during the morning I have one particular strain and then during the lunch I have another strain and then during the evening I have another strain. Uh, but, but I mean, I guess it pays a huge factor, um, you know, by choices of what we can choose and whatnot. Um, but, you know, I guess when it comes to recreational, it's up to the user's preference. And I'm glad that you guys are focused on that because I mean, not everybody wants to go to a dispensary that carries all the same, you know, medication as somebody else. I mean, there's times where I've gone and traveled and I've looked for a particular, uh, you know, uh, grower and they were only at like two or three different dispensaries. And then, you, you know, their product, once when it hits the shelf, it's gone. You know, it's, it's one of those where it doesn't last long. Um, is that something that you guys also uh, seem to find that's a challenge too? Or is or you guys are pretty well sourced throughout the dispensaries in the California area? Uh, currently, uh, we're our, we're primarily in Southern California. About eighty percent of our market saturation is Southern California. Twenty percent is Central to Northern California. Um, in regards to keeping products stocked, uh, the out here um, in out here in California, they change what they want so dramatically from basically month to month. Uh, I, I consider it almost you know, a nightclub. So it's hard to keep up with exactly what sells incredibly fast. I bring up right now for the next few months things that are going to that I believe are going to sell very well. Um, you know, in in California are going to be a bunch of different cookie crosses. So Dosey Dose, Platinum Girl Scout, Purple Punch. Um, then uh, there's also a strain that's not a cookie cross, but Forbidden Fruit. These type of strains are um, going to be very popular for the year um, now. But as those have become and become very popular in the last few months in California, uh, trying to scale up production to make that readily available at all locations, you know, is 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 very hard. So uh, what we have done is, you know, just key you know key flagship stores. Um, not necessarily ones that are huge and, and well-funded, but stores that we've had relationships with for years is where we'll just consistently make sure that this location is always supplied with product so that we can have, you know, flagship locations, for lack of a better term, situated throughout Los Angeles, throughout Southern California, throughout the Bay Area that consistently keep our product. And then, you know, the, the bulk of the other stores um, you know, it's it's what what we have as it, you know as the harvest and comes down. So Absolutely. The mix thereof, basically. Absolutely. So it's definitely the, not. It's really challenging. I mean, it's, it's part of the demand, supply and demand, right? So, um, all right. So yeah. let's go ahead and take a break real quick. Uh, and when we come back, and let's go ahead and continue uh, a little bit more about um, you know THC designs. So uh, thank you, and let's 
Be right back. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Saturn Ranch. Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, and we're back from the break, everybody. Thank you. And those are tuning in. We're with uh, Ryan Gentleman from uh, THC Designs. Ryan, uh, before the break, you were just telling us a little bit, you know, about uh, different strains, you know, cookies, do-si-do. That's going to be pretty popular. That's right now as hot items. Um, You know, I know that changes all the time. Uh, you know, so that's really, really hard to keep track of, you know, uh, of, of what the supply and demand is, you know, but it seems like you guys are doing a pretty great job. Um, my question is, uh, next is, you know, definitely this is the last segment, so i like to give you the most time of this. Um, is, is there any, uh, you know, you, you got into this industry because you, you want it, you're a big advocate for safe access, correct? That is correct. So, I mean. That is correct. What have changed since you've become a part of THC Designs now? And, you know, is that is that something that you have, you know, left behind? Or is this now something that you're more influenced with because you feel that, you know, you have an obligation? Yeah, so um, the reason this always gets out there about me being a big advocate for safe access was my father died in 2008 from opioids. Um, and this was back in Oklahoma. My dad was a huge cannabis um, supporter, enthusiast, like I've already mentioned, he's the one who taught me how to grow cannabis growing up. Um, but because of us living in Oklahoma and, um, basically his job, not allowing him to, um, smoke cannabis, um, but allowing him to take prescription drugs, which, uh, killed him. Um, he, at the age of 47 died of heart failure. He didn't have a heart attack. He had a heart aneurysm and, uh, it was at a volunteer baseball game um, back in Oklahoma. He was 
anyway, so really sad. It happened in my late twenties and uh, it hit me really hard. And so I moved out to California um, because I, I always wanted to move live out here, um, regardless of cannabis. But um, one moved out to California and also wanted to get in the cannabis industry, considering my father had just died of opioids and always told me growing up that pills were horrible. But, you know, he had to take them because he was in pain. And if he could, he would smoke cannabis. So um, I was uh, moved out here with my father passing away. So obviously that makes me strongly, strongly care and believe in what cannabis can do and makes me obviously very critical of opioids and prescription drugs or pretty much anything synthetic. So um, uh, that has, you know, what spurred this company and has uh, been a lot of the fuel to the fire, so to speak, as we've grown. I'm definitely more passionate about it than ever um, because when I moved out here, you know, I moved out here with my girlfriend and we had nothing. And, you know, I could say that I was coming out here to, you know, because of cannabis and to help. But all I was doing at the beginning was, you know, just growing cannabis at my house in Santa Cruz and selling a little of it to the club. You know, it wasn't until the last couple of years that we actually have a company that has, although we're not big and, you know, we're not, uh, you know, funded. It's just, you know, we've, you know, we, we've come from nothing. We take every harvest, we flip it into the next and we, you know, just try to build the facilities faster than, you know, they would get taken down. That's pretty much the business model. Um, but now at this point that, you know, permits are out and we're actually a business uh, more than ever, um, you know, do I care about, the medical aspect of cannabis and providing a clean, safe product. Um, you know, recreation is about to explode in California, which is great. It's, it's good for everybody. I, I truly believe it's good for the world. It, but, um, you know, I strongly, strongly, my, our roots are on the medical side. Um, you know, that is consistently what we're, um, you know, everything we're going after to this date in regards to not only where we put our, you know, finances, but in regards to how we're selecting the flower and into our, you know, insane um, cultivation practices, which are very costly to implement, but create, you know, one of the safest and cleanest products, both not only for the environment, but for the end user. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say our, you know, our principles of safe access are stronger than ever. So. Yeah. Um, you know, first off, I like to, you know, uh, say that I'm sorry to hear about your father, you know, but, uh, you know, I believe that because of this, you know, you're on this great mission and he's with you every day. And, you know, just to hear a cultivator, a grower, right, um, someone that's just say for profits, right, um, is really saying, you know, the audience is hearing that this person, this company, THC Design, really cares about what they do. You know, and that's why I always tell people, like, I get my meds, you know, I want my meds from dispensaries. Why? Because I want lab-tested products. I don't want something that's being grown because somebody wants to maximize their yield and they decide not to flush, right, or properly flush. Um, you know, my, myself, I myself is, you know, that's why I, I take cannabis because I no longer use an asthma spray. You know, I don't have to rely that I have to, you know, spray on something that I don't even know what it is. But I know for a fact I have it there. It's just an emergency situation. But I know for sure is I also have like a joint or two when I travel in my sling bag so that in case I start having problems breathing, guess what I hit, right? Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're it's just amazing how things change and the people that influence our lives. I mean, safe access, you know, that's why I have this company, Alternative Vibes. It's because, I, you know, my parents are not going to want to get high. My parents, you know, fam friends and family even that doesn't want to get high or even use cannabis, you know. So it's like, how do we help them out? 
you know, and I'm glad that you see that, to see that you're on this journey. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're almost coming to an end on this show. Uh, if there was some last thing that you wanted to say or, you know, where can we find some more information about you, uh, please feel free to do so. And, uh, you know, we appreciate that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, thanks so much for your time. I really help, I appreciate you helping get, uh, you know, the word about THC Design out there. You know, we're just a small craft company, bunch of basically girls and guys from Oklahoma that moved out here and started this company together. Uh, so uh, we're located all throughout uh, California. Um, we're in about 350 dispensaries uh, currently. And, uh, yeah, we'd love for you guys to try our product, uh, see what we stand for. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. And you know what? It feels great to hear somebody says, we started out with nothing because we're in the same boat, right? I mean, it's no matter how long you've been smoking or been in the industry, it's different when it comes to business and laws and regulations, you know. So, but we are coming to an end of the show. Uh, you know, for those that want some more information, you know, please check us out, um, you know, at Alternative Vibes for more information as well. Uh, you know, Ryan, thank you for being on the show. We love to be, have you back on the show as well. And if anything we can help out with, you know, please uh, give us a shout. Everybody, thank you for listening in. You guys have a great day. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.